You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my with J-Dubs and Rocky. And Nora. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Oh, Jessica, I just saw you yawning in there. Wow. You caught it. it, Yeah. (laughs) Somehow some rat got into my house last night and the cats would not kill it. So my my drunk ass was running around the kitchen with a knife trying to kill it. Oh my God. (laughs) Seriously. So I didn't sleep mostly all night. Every time I closed my eyes, I heard rustling in the garbage can in the kitchen. And I'm like, dang it. Oh my God. (laughs) So I'm a little tired. Today. Yeah, I wouldn't have slept. Sorry. It was seriously no. a rat. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought it was gosh. a mat. Yeah. Me and mice aren't that big, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay. And you yeah, said I the would cat sleep. wouldn't kill it? No. Yeah, the cats two are of them. Oh, they're they, two of them. They're like, I'm not there. going near it. Yeah. She stared at it for five minutes and didn't do I'm just <laughs> I one job. Kill they're probably all like, rodents that wait, come in. They're, they're probably like, oh, we don't do that. Clearly, she came and jumped on the blanket next to me like I was going to protect her from it. I'm like, that's you're oh my gosh, you're evicted. Yeah. Oh, this like, what do you scary. think you're here for? <laughs> exactly. Oh, One job. So, anyway, um, so Rocky is not here today. Hopefully, she's listening, but she's in South Bay hey, having a great time. Um, hey, and Nora, you leave oh, uh, for three wait, weeks. Wait, Rocky's what? video, it was on um, Facebook. She posted it. Which one? Um, what's the song? Oh, oh Head Rush. Head Rush. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that video. it was so nice. Yeah. Rocky, yeah, was it was a good. nice video. Yeah. Good job, Rocky. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then you leave. Yeah. Next week for I'm three weeks. I'm going to visit my daughter. I know. What's with the three My number weeks, two. Though? Who said you could take three you weeks You said it. Out? Did I say three weeks? You said it. I think you changed the dates on me. No, I didn't. You act like you, you won the lottery. Who I know. It's time to go for three weeks. Well, speaking of the lottery. Speaking of the lottery. Um, there's a woman in, um... She's from Virginia, and she played 10, 31, 30 times, and she won $150,000. She won $150,000? Yes. Wait, how much did it cost to play um, I think 30 tickets? I, I, you know, it didn't say, but I think it's like a, maybe like a dollar. She played a dollar for each one. And know? she kept the same she, number? She said she kept seeing the number. So she had bought 20 tickets at this gas station, right? 
And then later on in the day, I guess she saw the number again and somewhere or wherever. And oh. she went back and bought 10 more tickets. Really? And, yep. And yeah. And she won $150,000. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'll buy, wow. I'll buy tickets like when it's really high or something like the Powerball and the Mega Million. Yeah. And I very seldom will get like just a regular, t- like a four digit ticket or something like that. Okay. Very seldom. You know, yeah, get that. But it's like people are winning all around me. There's been a lot of people winning in Flint. Yeah, um, I know. And then, then I see this story. This guy in uh, New Jersey, he he bought a ticket at uh, I don't know if it, what kind, gas station, Seven Eleven, something, and he left the ticket on the counter. At work, I heard about he that left story. It. And so he he the cashier knew him. So he took oh, the ticket. Oh, I thought it was at work. No, no. He he oh. it, I guess it was a store he went to a lot. So the cashier knew him. Okay. And he put the ticket behind the counter until he came back in and he was like, Hey, you you forgot this ticket. He won two hundred and eighty something million dollars. Wow, are you serious? <laughs> but this is the kicker. Five days before he his divorce was final. From his wife. Wait, okay? so he wasn't divorced? No, he he was divorced. He oh, had he just was, gotten divorced. Oh, five five, five days, days pri- prior to yeah. that, he, he had just gotten divorced. His divorce was finalized. Yeah. So wow. his wife supported him through the whole marriage. I don't know how long they were married. He never could keep a job, whatever. So she supported him. So he wins this money. And she put out a statement and said, you know, just because he has all this money, it's not going to make me go back to him. You would think he would just do the right thing or something to that Mm -hmm. effect. And he was like, well, money's not going to make I don't want her back. You know, so (laughs) he's not going to give her any money. I I just think that so he's not going to be happy and he's not going to have the money for long. Watch. Mark my word. Karma's a big, right? What about the the employee that... he Put didn't say ticket. anything. Now, he thanked them and everything. They showed it on Inside Edition, uh-huh. but I didn't hear him say he was going to give them any money. No. You know, I would see I wouldn't have any money because I'd be giving. I'd be like, I know. Oh my God, Same here. here. I'd yeah. be, and even yeah. if I couldn't and you stand, get a million and you get a million. Even if I couldn't stand my spouse, I would still. Yeah. You know, especially well, if, if he's if like the father of the you. kids or, yeah. what, you know. Right. I agree. And, and she was just right. saying, I hope he would do the right thing. Right. I took care of him yeah. all this right. time. Well, you know? come on. And he even much... had to, she even had to pay him alimony. Are you serious? Yes. She had to pay him alimony. Wow. Karma's going to get him. <laughs> it's like, that's wow. bad karma. Yeah. That's... I mean, you hear those horror stories you like do. that. Yeah. Because really, what do you what do you need 200 million for? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Yeah, he said he's going to take his family on a trip. That's nice. <laughs> you know they always say that. I'm going to yeah, take my family. I know. And he's going, going on a trip for not two hundred million. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I, look, I go on trips all the time, he, and it's he can't it's say like a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <not> like, <laughs> it's nowhere near. He can't say I'm going to quit my job. I'm not going to quit my job. You know how they always say, yeah. "Oh, I'm not going to quit my job because he's unemployed." He, right. He oh, doesn't have a job. I'm going to quit unemployment. <laughs> right. <Woo-hoo. laughs> but I think unemployment should make him pay back all his unemployment. He should pay have to pay back at least all the alimony she's been paying him or whatever, you know. But well, hey. you know what? You would think well, I mean, there there is something called karma and yep. karma doesn't discriminate against wealth wealthy people. That so that's so true. You know. That he, is he'll so get his. True. Yep. Speaking of hitting I hit the lottery this morning. You did? Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. I I, t- I had the courage to text Tommy Valentino. <gasps> You know how Frankie, yeah, Frankie <laughs> said he's going to be coming into town. So uh-huh. I said, so should we find out where he's staying? <laughs> and, and stalk him, and stalk him. No, yeah. no. You could dress no. up like the maid. Yeah, right. And, I, I and, don't think so. And I'll, and no. I'll. I don't think so. No, I won't dress. No, up. no, no, no. I'll just get it. He's, yeah. He said he's 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 going to do our show. <gasps> he said he would love it. <gasps> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! 
I know. So I'm excited about that. But okay, uh, I'm starstruck now. Yeah. Well, so am I. Um, but uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Rocky's <laughs> gonna be camping out here for I a know. week. Watch, she'll have anxieties. You see, I know. John Paul be here too. Right? Oh yeah, John oh, yeah. Paul be here. Yeah. But okay. anyway, so um, let's see. So you leave. Uh, when do you leave? I leave next Wednesday morning. Next Wednesday yep. morning. You so I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss my skating night. I mm-hmm. won't be able to skate. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I'll be with my daughter and my I grandbabies. Know. That's great. And that's great yeah. you're taking care of her. Hope. When yeah. is the surgery? On the 25th. Okay. So yeah. we'll be thinking about you. You'll Appreciate text it. us and I will. let us know how everything goes. And then yeah. um, next week, actually, on Hyped Up Live Sessions, we have Gasoline Gypsies, which I'm really oh, excited about. Oh. They're a rock blues band. Yeah. Um, and a couple, was it? Wait, when did we when did we have Alan Turner's band on? Was it the Oh, it was last month. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that was last, last month. month yeah. Which um I don't know if you guys have seen the views, but the views just keep going up. That's oh, that's great. Well over five thousand views. Wow. And and they were fantastic. So we um we have somebody here from that camp today. So anyway, before we before we get to that, we um, just want to say thanks for listening to the Nooner Show. We appreciate your support and hope you can inspire to take the leap of faith. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nooner Show wherever you listen to podcasts. segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Steve Jobs once said, people with passion can change the world. Most of us have a passion that we call hobbies, but not all of us know how to take a hobby and turn it into a business. Finding that formula for how talent equals income is a definition of success. For Sarah Faith Schumacher, did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Photography was her passion, but it wasn't just about taking great pictures. Sarah is obsessed with capturing those magic moments that really tell a story. Her eye for detail and her skill for capturing those moments is a fuel that drove her to take her passion and turn it into a business. We all know entrepreneurship isn't easy, and Sarah had to take a few steps back to make this happen. But with sacrifice and determination, she took her hobby and turned it into a successful business. She is now the CEO of Sarah Faith Images, a company that specializes in telling a story through photography and videography. In addition to running a business, Sarah is also a backup singer for the popular country band Alan Turner in the Steel Horse Band. So how does she balance it all? She's here in the studio to share her secret formula. Welcome to the Nooner (laughs) Show, Sarah Sarah Faith Schumacher. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. So first of all, you were in Mexico. You just got back from Mexico. Yeah. And you look all glowing and beautiful. She's She's beautiful beautiful anyway. Mostly makeup, I feel like. I don't (laughs) think so. I don't think so. That's not it. We want to know who your makeup artist Uh, is. um, (laughs) Well, myself. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So before we get into everything, tell us about Mexico. Um, so it was a like a five day trip that I went on. Um, so in my neighborhood, there's like five women, including myself. Um, one of them that lives across the street owns a bar studio in downtown Birmingham called the Daily Method. Wait, um, what, what's a bar? Yeah, bar studio. A bar studio is it's a type of workout, um, and oh. you, it's inspired by like a ballet bar, and um, oh. it's sort of yoga, sort of Pilates. 
hard to explain, mm. oh, wow. necessary to experience. I would suggest if you've never tried a bar workout, go give it a shot because, mm. um, you know, as a athlete, I thought that I had experienced it all and that workout mm. kicks my ass. Yeah. <laughs> There's really not much like it. It's full body, um, but it's not anything harsh. There's no like heavy lifting or anything like that. It's very isolated um, and very safe. I mean, very balanced and aligned. And so her bar studio, she opened that, I think, six years ago. Um, and they've been doing these annual retreats. And last year they went to Sailly to Mexico. And when they went last year, Carly was like, well, I know we're going again next year and I couldn't go last year. Um, but this year, I mean, I've just had like the worst two years of my life, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit, Ooh. but, um, what kind of a retreat yeah. is it? You, it's, it's like, a um, it's a group of 25 women and it's like, oh, wow. It's like go with these women and like build each other up because oh, wow, so often, really? so often in culture, we like tear each other down as women. we do in comparison is yep. the thief of joy. And we like right. look around and we're like, Oh, I'm not like that. Like yeah, I'm right. falling short. I'm yeah. not that. So I'm not right. enough. Like it was like the message, huge message was like, wherever you are, like you are enough. Like this is mm-hmm. how you were made. Like, Oh, that's this really is, cool. I like that too. So yeah, it was too. like, and it was a lot about learning how to like serve others, but like we can't serve from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So right. it was about first making sure that we're like filling ourselves up and filling our, cups up and and being content and enough within ourselves so that we can be better friends, better wives, better wow. business owners, better musicians, now, better whatever. Did, did everybody own a business that's all 25 own business? I don't think everybody, but okay. a, a few of us. I know a few of us do. So mm-hmm. like um, my friend Colleen in the neighborhood does. She owns um, an event, um, yeah, a linen and event company in Troy. Uh, my friend D in the neighborhood just opened a board and brush in Sylvan Lake. Wow. I own a photography company. Carly owns a bar studio. So did Carly start like, it? Yeah. Um, the retreat? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's technically through her bar studio that she oh, does okay. the retreat. It's a it's kind of marketed, if you will, as a daily method Birmingham retreat. Mm. So yeah. um I I know unfortunately at the very end you guys yeah. got sick, but yeah. Prior to that, did you get out of it yes. what you thought you, you were going to get out yes. of it? Yes. Um, gosh. And there's just so much that happened. Like, just, I don't, have you ever heard of Reiki? Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the place where we were staying was called Hotelito Los Sueños, which means little hotel of dreams. Mm. Oh, wow. And there's like a yoga program through the studio, through that hotel, and they have a Reiki person that performs reiki there oh wow and i was able to take a reiki session and i mean it was like it was like a tear fest I was now, just like, had wow. you ever, that was your first time that was my that? first time yeah, yeah. i and hear it's, it's, it's yeah it's really also um carly connected with um a, a woman named um kelsey patel and she lives in la and she does reiki as well um so she came with us and she kind of co-led a lot of things and i did a session on self-care and it was called self-care in action and um we did a few exercises and it was just like i was like so full of joy mm, wow. and i was crying and i was happy and i was laughing and i was like i had chills and it was just like every emotion that i i was experiencing everything at like extreme euphoria mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow super that's high level really it was really cool. cool like for example whoa hello <laughs> for example we were doing this exercise 
And I was sitting, I volunteered to sit in the middle because I was like, I have to do this for myself. And I sat in the middle and all these women were around me and every other person was screaming something positive at me and every other person was screaming something negative at me. Wow, really? Yes. And it was strange because I was just sitting there and I had my eyes closed and I was weeping, but I couldn't hear any of the words anyone was saying. It was all a blur, but I just felt like, I felt like my heart was just taking out all the negativity that Mm -hmm. I harbor in me and just like. It was just a way of emptying out the crap so that I can let the light in, you know? Wow. That it was deep. Maybe it was really some deep cool. stuff, guys. That's maybe gotta we should be a whole you in the middle. <laughs> huh? And then I'll yell stuff at you. You yell stuff at me all the time. <laughs> you do, just forget but... the positive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you true, do all Jackie. the negative stuff. That's like half no. the battle. You know yeah, what? Yeah, um, we could talk yeah. about that for like an hour. Well, <laughs> yeah, we could. I'm thinking that's a separate show, but I'm yeah. curious. Um it, did did you find that you tend to hear more the negative than you did the positive when you were listening Honestly, to that? You really didn't hear someone anything. asked me, mm-hmm. and I literally heard nothing. Mm. Blah 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 blah. Oh wow! You are beautiful. Blah 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 blah. You are enough. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Like I could only articulate the positive things for mm-hmm. whatever reason, which wow. is so not my nature. Mm-hmm. My nature is negative, negative, self-judgment. Well, well it's that's all, all of our nature. All of us, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, I'm sitting in the circle. And a little bit of anxiety, like, I know I'm going to hear all these negative things, and I pray to God I don't believe them. Mm. And I just didn't hear them at all. Wow. I just heard, like, just noise, 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 noise. And then I could hear a positive thing. And I couldn't obviously make out who was yelling it, but mm. it, and I was just sitting there, and I was just like, <laughs> We need to hit. Is, is, her, is her name Carly? Yes. Oh, we need to have Carly and you back just to talk about this. Oh, she would I love think to. This yeah. Is yeah. Really yeah. cool. But anyway, yeah. so let's get into Sarah Faith Images. Okay. So tell us mm-hmm. about the company. Well, um, it's been around for about five years. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, and it started as me working in an athletic department full of a bunch of other athletes. And I, well, I guess it started before that. So I was a collegiate athlete and I played soccer and I also helped work in the athletic department. Um, I was doing sports information, which is like stats and blah, blah. And I just knew that our website kind of stunk at that mm-hmm. point. The photos weren't good. The videos weren't good. And I was like, you know what? Like, I know how much work I'm putting in on the field. I know how much work I'm putting in behind the scenes. We deserve mm-hmm. to be better represented than mm-hmm. this. So when I graduated and I started working full time for the athletic department, I just I kind of taught myself how to use a camera. Really? And the athletic department was very supportive of me. They like they were like, okay, well, we have some money in the budget. We'll buy you some good stuff to use Mm -hmm. and you can figure it out from there. Wink. And I was like, so (laughs) you 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 never did photography. That's what I'm thinking. You were just wow. So um, I got thrown into an ocean and I swam. uh, (laughs) What uh, what did you go to school for? Uh, business administration with a minor in Spanish. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. So you saw a problem, yeah. a need, just with the website mm-hmm. that you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how you said, um, because you say that in your mission statement, too, on your website. You have to check out our website, sarahfaithimages.com, because your mission statement says in there, I love, love, love. I really mean it. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about how important it is to find the right moment that most of us can't see. Yeah. Because that's how you'll tell the story. Mm-hmm. So, like, wow. you saw that need on a website 
for an athletic department, mm-hmm. which I would never think you would I mean, go from that to she photography. Could, because she could have said, well, me neither, well, but we hey. Need, <laughs> she could have said, we need to hire a better photographer. You know? Right, right. Could, you right. Could I was like, do y'all have route. any cameras laying around that <laughs> yeah. I can tinker with? Let me wow. see if I can catch this dude sliding into first base head first. And yeah. I was, wow. I've always loved sports. I've always mm-hmm. been like watching for like the moment when the magic happens, you mm-hmm. know? So I think... Then there were, I had coaches and friends that were of young age and were getting engaged and were getting married and blah, blah. And they're like, well, you're pretty good with this camera thing. Do you think you could do a wedding? And I was like, oh, oh, oh. no, no, cease, desist. Don't ask me to, don't pay me any money. Don't, don't let me do this. Like, they paid me money, guys. It was like, so then they like, I had so much fun doing that with them that I was like, can I really Maybe. make money yeah. photographing people that love each wow. other? Like, so when did it go from, I can you really were, make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what when did it go from idea to biz, to mm-hmm. a business? Um like how long were were you with the athletic well, department? Okay, so you... I stayed at that athletic department for two years. And then Did you redo their website and do as the part of a team, yeah. We okay. we did it as a team. So then we started hiring student workers to be our photographers as well and kind of started delegating because I couldn't do everything. I was running. They also had two video boards. Mm. So they had um, one at the football field and one in the basketball arena. And the funny thing is they they bought them and they didn't know how to use them. So that was my mm. other job was like, you can figure this out too, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was making I was making pump-up videos for these athletic teams out of like – game footage from like jvc tiny cams like mm. i was i was using some raw stuff but mm. hey it was fine the athletes loved it It was cool it was all for them it wasn't for me it was for them um so anyway your original question was how did i see it turning into a business yeah so i did uh, my friend Lori's engagement and wedding she got married in maine and she like flew me out there to do it and really i was like if you're gonna That's fly me out to maine like risk. don't you dare pay me a dime yeah, uh-huh. like that is enough. Like taking me to Maine, mm-hmm. I was like, right? No, Maryland. I lied. Maryland. It was gorgeous. We were like on this bay, and it was magical, and there was crab to eat everywhere. I was like, man, this is the life. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I did uh, my friend Drew's wedding. I took video of it. She got married on campus at Alma. Um, so those are the first two people that took a chance on me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, I knew that. They were my friends and I was really happy for them as friends. So I knew that was part of the reason that I was so happy and crying. Mm -hmm. But the other part was just like witnessing that in someone's life and being invited into that was like such a privilege to me. Right. You know, I recently just got married and like just that's like the most intimate moment of like your life. And Mm -hmm. they were like, Sarah, do you want to come capture it? And I was like. I don't really know what this means, but yes. And then I found out that it's just like, it's like, it's like the definition of magic. Like you're watching these people like just say they'll be together forever and they're so in love and they want you to record that and they Mm -hmm. want you to capture it and they want you to be there. And I'm just like, dang. And how do you, how do you know what the magic moment is when you're well is it something that you feel when you're watching it or it's so it's so strange and as time has gone on i've gotten more and more accurate with it it's like it's like i don't know how to explain it the best way i can explain it is like it's when you think it's going to happen right after that Mm. like wow how do you teach that that. yeah i don't know i don't know i I just i just kind of wait for it it's like so like 
for example, like if I'm doing an engagement session and the way I do my engagement sessions is different. Like I always tell people, I'm not going to make you stand there and do a bunch of corny poses. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to let you be yourself and I'm just going to show you what it looks like to be in love. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to let you guys hang out and love each other and I'm just going to take pictures of it and we're going to see if we get anything cool at the end. We always do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. So it's like you wait for, I'm like, look at each other and I want you to tell her the first thing you thought when you saw her for the first time. Oh. And he tells her, and you think that her reaction is going to be it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's his reaction to her reaction and them reacting together. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> just when you thought it was going to be, but mm-hmm. right after that. Now, did you figure that out as you went along or did you kind start of? taking classes? Did you so start- I, I did take one workshop. Um, so actually the photographer that did our wedding, her name is Elisa Campbell. Um, and I worked with her. I was doing video on a wedding and she was doing photography. And I just knew there was something different about her and I didn't know what it was. But we were like kindred spirits right from the moment that we started working together. Um, and she's like the most kind hearted human I maybe have ever met. Um, and so there's a kind of a technique and like a teaching that she is well versed in and she teaches workshops now and again. And so when she offered one, I was like, I have to take this. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of doing things like that before I even got taught that technique. But mm-hmm. now I have gone through a workshop and I've kind of pulled it more out of myself. Because you're like, aware. Yeah. Okay. And like it was more instead of me just being like, I think this is how I feel like I should be doing photography. Yeah. I was like, no, there are people that do this and I am right. So right. <laughs> we're doing it this way. <laughs> so, now, now, do you just do weddings or do you do everything? Well, so this will morph us into the band talk. Um, since doing the band stuff, it's pretty weekend-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't do a ton of weekend stuff and it makes me sad, but you have to go where you're led sometimes yeah. and you have to that, that's true. go where the universe is telling you mm-hmm. that you need to be used. And so I'm more doing like families and babies and high school seniors and engagements and, you know, I can do the occasional wedding, but I just can't commit. I was doing mm-hmm. 35 weddings a year, guys. Wow. Like a lot, a lot of weddings. Yeah. Like, so and you, it, at that point it gets a little bit soul sucking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need, oh, a ba- I need balance. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, um. What was the aha moment for you that you you said, okay, I can do this. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to leave my job, my secured paycheck, and do this. <laughs> well, um, I did it. I got. I went through a master's degree, and um, I did it in communications, and I did it through an athletic department at Oakland University. I thought I was going to be doing sports for the rest of my life because I was brought up by my dad, and I'm like the son that he never had. I'm an only child. We're sports. We like sports. We love ESPN. We love Sports Center, and that's that was my life. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that sports was going to be my life. And I got done with that, and I was like, I think I'm done with this. And it scared the crap out of me because I was like, this was going to be me. I was going right. to be the jock girl mm-hmm. that ran around and did stats and like hung out with the athletes and lived my glory days. And what did your wasn't. dad say when you yeah. told him? He was like, whatever you want to do. He's mm-hmm. always always said that to me though. He's so good about. He knows that I have, I'm like kind of feisty <laughs> you think? and I just don't, <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't subscribe. You know, I just kind of, that's great. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's great. I don't want to do that. So yeah. I took a couple jobs after I did that. And I was, I thought maybe I'll just do graphic design because I've been doing graphic design for a long time as well. And I worked for a couple companies And I was just giving my life away to people I didn't even like. I was driving to work and I was mad every day. I would drive an hour to work, be mad when I got there, hang out for eight hours with people I didn't like and Mm -hmm. drive an hour mad Mm -hmm. home. It's like 10 hours of upset. And I got home and I was like, 
this is more to life than this. So were you still doing the photography on the side though? Yes. So I was, I was working when I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So I had no friends. I was a dick to everybody. (laughs) I was was mean all the time. I was working when I wasn't working and it was so bad. I was working probably eight days out of the week, which isn't even possible. It was crazy. So I was getting in trouble at work because I was editing weddings at work in downtime because they weren't giving me enough to do. And so I was getting reprimanded by my boss and I was like, oh God, I just can't do this. So I called my dad. And in not so many words, I said, Dad, I want you to know that I've been working for these people and I've been trying really hard to like make this happen the way that I think I'm supposed to. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying so hard and I want you to know that I'm quitting everything. Wow. And if I if this fails and I end up living in the basement, that has to be okay. You have to let that be okay. <laughs> wow. Because I can't do this any longer. I'm so mad. Well, at least you gave him a heads up. So yeah. That's, I was yeah. like, clear out your crap from the uh-huh. basement because I'm coming. I, I thought for sure. I was yeah. like, coming in. But it never happened. Mm-hmm. So what did you wow. do then? Put together a business plan? How did how did the company I mean, develop? I guess it was a business plan. So I, I when I was at Oakland, I worked with a guy named Blake, and he does wedding video. So I basically was like, "Can you fit me in? Can you teach me something?" I love weddings. I think they're fantastic. I love capturing weddings. So I started kind of doing video, but I was also doing photography for a couple other companies as well. Um, and I kind of it was that thing where you start out making a little bit of money so that you can get your experience under your belt mm-hmm. and then you can charge right. more. So once I found out that I didn't suck at it and I was like, dang, <laughs> I I can make some people happy doing this. Then I started um, kind of doing my own company and I put together a Facebook page and blah, blah. I met my husband and he was like, you should probably have a website. It is not amateur hour. You should probably yeah. get a website. So he helped me start a website and get the vision for that. Um, and that website really has helped me a ton. Yeah, it's a great Just as far as like getting my work out there and putting out what I like most and just really kind of setting the vision for myself. I mean, I even go back and look at it. I made the thing and Mm -hmm. I go back and I'm like, okay, this is the vibe. Like, I'll tell you what I like about your website is you tell your story and, and people buy into people. That's what they buy. Mm -hmm. It's not about, they do. Yeah. It's not about anything else. Mm -hmm. It's they buy into people. They buy into stories. And you tell your story, you tell about yourself and, mm-hmm. and just how much you love it. Like you can feel it I in was the website. Say you can see how you genuine know? it is. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's to me, I think, is a big selling point mm-hmm. right you. there. I have to ask you about, um, there's a, uh, some uh, photographs that I've been seeing like on Facebook. People have been um, posting them. And it's like um, this one lady, it was a picture of her. And I think she had her newborn baby, and I think the husband had passed. And so they had, like, oh, it was really beautiful. Have you seen those? Yeah, where his image is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What I mean, how do you feel about those, or is is that something that you would would do at at your studio? I would. um, And I don't know quite the magic behind what makes Mm -hmm. that happen or Mm -hmm. what makes that look like that or what those photographers are doing to create that. I think they're so beautiful, though. Man, I mean, I just think that there's so much more to photography than pictures. Oh, I agree. I really do. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's more to be said than just what you see. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's a pretty woman holding a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you um, pull out the story with 
or capture the story. Do you, when do you, you talk to them? Yeah, do you I interview ask them? them? Do you I learn about them while, their life? While or? I'm shooting them, I ask them. Oh, you do? Like it's it's a process while I'm shooting. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I have a thousand pictures of people talking. I've never had a photographer do that. No, that's I a know, great idea, weird, yeah, though, because you're getting um, an impromptu response. And I have found that you really get, I mean, when people... My goal is for people to forget about the white elephant in the room, which is that huge camera I'm holding in mm-hmm. front of me. Right. And I just want to talk to them as humans. I don't need you to stand perfect. I don't need you to smile perfect. I just need you to be yourself because that's already perfect, you know? And gosh, I wish I could listen to those words for myself sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep preaching them to everybody else until maybe I believe them. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So and so five years now. Yeah. That's a huge Really, milestone yeah. yeah and maybe i lost i might be six i don't know or yeah. six, i just whatever. lose track it's just, what it, what, it, what are some of the big wins um gosh i i don't want to throw it under the bus but i shot a wedding for the illich family this did you so really yeah, and like it, that's I'm, a huge I'm not, I'm not a person that really gets starstruck but like it meant a lot for me to be there because I know how much their family has gone through sure. their family has been through the ringer and it just meant a lot for me to be there in the presence of them in that room all of them together and some that couldn't unfortunately be there um, and just to see that and to mm-hmm. see them for not what they have but who they are Wow! Um, because there were, you know, a couple other people that heard that I was doing that wedding and they're like, oh, that's so cool for you. You're such a mm-hmm. sports buff. And I was like, guys, that's not why I do my job. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't do my job because of the people mm-hmm. that I get to shoot. I do it because of their hearts and their souls and right. what they are committing to and like what they're stepping into. Wow. Kind of thing. So that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So what are, what, are, what are some of the challenges of starting your own business? And running your own business. Um, I will say, especially in the photography field, watching what everyone else is doing. Mm. How could you not? How right? can you not? Yeah. I you mean, mean, you mean other photographers? Yeah, and you like? Yeah, that's hard. Not I really to. like mm-hmm. to gain inspiration from people that I'm working around, but it's so hard to be like, oh God, I'm not but, doing it. <laughs> but if, if your background is. Athletic, yeah. I'm but a, you have to be I'm competitive, competitive yes. right? So, like, right. I played soccer. But competition isn't a bad thing. No, it can be. As <laughs> yeah, my, it can be. But ask my husband. Ask my husband about the version of me when I'm not on a soccer field and the version of me when I am on a soccer field. He wants nothing to do with me when I'm wow. on the field. I'm like, wow. I mean, it's very entertaining from an outsider's yeah. perspective because. I don't back down to anybody, and I don't care how big they are. So you do still That's, play soccer? I still play. Uh-huh. Wow. My yep. body doesn't want me to, but I still play. <laughs> yeah, but that mental attitude has mm-hmm. to help you with your business as well. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess I haven't quit yet, so... Um, I just well, I don't picture you as a quitter anyway, so no, that's not... not really. Have you thought about yeah. it? Were there any points where you um, thought, this isn't worth it? There... Maybe like I'll say like a ha- a couple half times mm-hmm. um, where I was just like, I'm no good at this. Like, I'm not doing this right. Like, I can't. Ugh. What did, what did you I do to it, overcome that? Well, it came. I was letting like outside stuff mm-hmm. affect the inside stuff. And it was like, you're always going to have the person that is already spending too much money on their wedding. So then when you tell them how much your photography costs, they're like, oh, I can't possibly pay mm-hmm. that. I'm like, well. Photography is an investment and there's just going to be those people that you can't make them believe that. Right. And I know for photography, when you own your own business, you can kind of pick what you charge. Mm -hmm. And 
I have chosen what I charge wisely, I believe, and it's my business, so technically I get to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a matter of realizing that the fact that my work is different from other people's is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I don't capture everything just like everyone else does is probably a good thing. Like right. when people are hiring me, they really are hiring me, and I'm quirky and I'm different and. That's why they're And that's you. why yeah. you should hire me, mm-hmm. I think, even though I'm a little bit of a whack job, but it's really fun. <laughs> but great. I'm sure they've it's seen your really work fun. and they like your work. So well, and you like can tell when you. an email comes in, you mm-hmm. can tell the people that have looked and the people that haven't. People oh, that sure. haven't looked are like, are you available for this day and how much do you cost? Uh-huh. The people that have looked at my stuff are like, I want you to capture my wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the way you see stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, right. How, that's why it's different. Wow. Mm. Okay. So from there, how did you end up... Um, as part of Alan Turner. Divine AI. intervention. <laughs> um, okay. So me and the girls in the neighborhood that I was telling you about, um, there's a teeny tiny little hole in the wall bar in Kego Harbor called Mary Donnelly's. And we were out singing karaoke and none of my friends sing karaoke, but they love to make me sing karaoke, which is fine. Totally fine. <laughs> They're like, go, Sarah, we want to hear you sing. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm singing Carrie Underwood before he cheats. It's like my go-to because I know I can't possibly screw it up. I mean, I'm not Carrie, but I love that song. I can't. I, it's, I'm never gonna it's forget. I'm song. never gonna forget the words I, of that yeah, one. And yeah. I can, you know, just scream away, and it's fine. Have no voice afterwards, but it's fine. Um, and the guys were with us that girls' night, and so I'm seeing my husband in the back. He was my fiance then, and he's talking to someone. And he is the guy that knows someone no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. No matter if the person yes. is sure that they know. Yeah. They're like, I know I've seen you before. Your name's yeah. Todd. He's like, No, my name's Ryan. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's Todd. He's like, I know for a fact that my name is Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, his name is really Ryan. You should just leave him alone. You don't know him. So I thought it was one of those. And so she's like, hi, my name is Kimmy Lynn. And um, I have a friend that's looking for a backup singer, I think. Would you be interested in auditioning? And I'm like, well, this is the weirdest dang thing that's ever happened to me. No, and I don't think you're being serious, but... Sure. Why the hell not? Here, take my phone number. If you don't call me, at least I tried. (laughs) So she either texted me Did you know what band it was? She said Alan Turner, but I was like, I've never heard of that. I'm sorry. I feel ignorant. (laughs) I don't want to sound like I'm poo-pooing it, but I mean, I don't know who that is. Mm -hmm. I would be happy to check it out. So I checked. I did some research and I checked it out and I was like, oh, sweet. A country band. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Um, And he does his own stuff. It's not just like a cover band. It's Mm -hmm. not just like your run-of-the-mill bar band. Right. Um, so she no, called me, she was, no, she called me and she was like, I talked to Alan and he said he'd be interested in giving you an audition. Would you be interested? I was like, sure. Have him give me a call again. This is probably not going to happen. <laughs> this is fake. Not real life. Fake news. He calls me like the next day. Hey, this is Alan Turner. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Wow. Like, Stop playing. What? Yeah. Why are you people so weird? <laughs> um, so yeah, I went, um, I went and had an audition with our guitar player, Jim Cates, and Alan. They had me prepare two or three of their original songs and a few others. Um, and we sang. And, I mean, I, I don't know. The rest I, history? I guess, we, I guess that audition was pretty good. They were like, we have a couple other people that we were going to audition. We kind of want you to be our singer. But wow. we have to give them their – we told them we were going to audition them. So we – so like a week later after that, they gave me a call back and were like, if you are interested in doing this, we would love to have you. Wow. wow. And I was like, but 
wait, <laughs> do you even know that I've never been in a band? Yeah. I was going to ask you. I've just been in like a thousand choirs and worked with a bunch of choir music nerds. Mm-hmm. And do, do you do you ever it. struggle with self doubt? Because you seem yes. to just take a leap and yes. just do it. You do self doubt so much. Yes. You do? Yes, it's crazy. I would have never known that. No. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh, I do. I do. I do. I do. So I, full disclosure, I am full like disclosure. I'm an every other week therapy goer. I have a long background of depression i just ugh. really yeah yeah yeah. so how do you what what stories do, do you tell yourself to get through this like to to have the courage to go to an audition for alan turner's band if you've never been in a band that's a very successful were, were you in. were you even nervous when you walked in i mean were you like yes. okay this is really happening and um yeah yeah and i mean i still get nervous i mean I mean, I get think nervous it, yeah, for but, shows. I get nervous for rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, what if, you know, the story is I've done a lot of stuff. I feel like, um, I've been, in I a, feel like it too. I've been it's in a lot, a lot of, of choirs. Stuff. I've seen a lot of things, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, my journey is like, oh God, just tiresome, very tiresome journey. Um, and it's like, it's like for my mind, for whatever reason, remembers the negative things. Mm. So sometimes I get the story like, okay, I was in that kind of choir and I was hanging out with those kind of musicians and like they had that kind of expertise and I was with them. But what if I'm really not as good as I think I am? Mm. Don't, it was, it's like, don't get in too deep. Like you're probably not that good. Like they're that good, but you're, but you might not be. Wow. Mm -hmm. You go through that. Mm. Oh yeah. Almost every day. Really? Wow. Almost every day. Yeah, but how amazing if you really sit back and think about the courage. Everything and everything you've y- done. You, weren't a f- you never yeah. did photography. Mm-hmm. And five, six years later, you have a successful business because you just took the leap of faith and, and you way. did it. Yeah. yeah, You were never in a band and somebody <laughs> sees you at a little dive karaoke bar says, why don't you audition? You just go and audition and you're in it. Yeah. So I think that's also kind of been what has gotten me through is like I doubt myself the entire way, but I've got a strong lock with the guy upstairs. Mm. And um, I feel like when he says go, I go. And yeah. it doesn't really – sometimes I try really hard not to let it matter what I think mm-hmm. because I don't have the master plan. Right. I don't I don't know what my life's going to look like in mm-hmm. 10 years. I know what I think I might hope it looks like, but – Right. I just, We're not in control I'm like just we trying think we are. to – you know, follow and do what I feel makes me feel alive or what I feel like I'm meant to do. And sometimes I'm meant to take pictures of people and show them what they look like in love and what they look like in their milestones. And sometimes I, I feel super alive when I'm on a stage and I'm just performing. You look very comfortable on stage. Thank you. Very you. comfortable. You're great. I mean, Alan Turner's band is one of my favorites to watch because I think <laughs> mine too. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody on stage has, is talented and everybody mm-hmm. contributes. That's what I, I yeah. love about going yeah, to his shows. And they're very that. energetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're going to play for us today. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll play some so, stuff. Um, tell us what you're going to play. Um, well, the first song actually goes with what we were just talking about. It's called Jump. Um, and the chorus says, um, what's going to happen if we get scared? What are we going to do if we're not prepared? What happens if the shoot doesn't open up? I don't know. Let's we're going to we'll figure it out but first we have to jump. Wow. Like you figure sometimes I feel like my journey has been like so backwards from how a lot of people's mentality works like 
I have to know what's going to happen when I take this jump. Like, I've never known what's going to happen when I take right. I thought I was going to end up in dad's basement. Yeah. I thought I was going to do this or that or whatever. Like, I've never known what's going to happen when but I take you know a what, jump. Though? But like, that's the difference between you and a lot of people is a lot of people having to know is what paralyzes them and yeah. they never move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like sometimes I tell myself I'm just too spontaneous for my own good, but sometimes it works out. <laughs> All right. So what the name of the song is it's Jump? It's called Jump. All right. Is it out on um, platforms? You know, if anyone wants to take it, you're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have it on SoundCloud or I, if somebody I mean, wants to look it up? Or? I have it recorded on YouTube. Um, oh, okay. So, so YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Sarah Faith, on YouTube. Um, Sarah Faith Music. I don't know how to look it up. Just okay. look for the person that looks like me. <laughs> but we're on radio, so that's hard. Right. right. Well, we're going to be the posting beautiful person that looks like Yeah. Us. So <laughs> I have, yeah, I have it recorded on. Um, and you know, I guess that just speaks to my greenness in all of this. Like, I don't know how the hell to get it on SoundCloud. Mm. Y'all want to teach me? I'm happy to learn. But like, <laughs> you know, I have dreams of recording it. I have dreams of making it sound better than it does. But oh, that's something we'll Alan well, can uh, help you with. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as she sings this, you yeah. know what's going to happen. She, she's going to get a call from um, New York, and they're going to be like, "Hey, we want to record that." And she's going to be like, "Come on, right. New York, Let's right. don't let me down." I would, I would accept Nashville. Uh-huh. I would accept New York. Whatever. Yeah. No, um, I actually always. I was doing soundcheck in a bar because I had my own gig about two weeks ago at Mary Donnelly's. They let me do my own live show, which was oh, super fun. Cool. Oh, and nice. I was sound checking with this song and there was a bunch of ladies eating dinner and there was a lady Googling. And I was like, I just said, because um, we had some people there listening with us and I jokingly said over the microphone, you won't be able to look that one up. That's an original. And I was just being a dork because it's just me. <laughs> And the lady was like, really? I was just looking it up. Wow. I was like, no, you were That's a great compliment. She was like, I thought I had heard that somewhere. I was like, you have. All right. Well, we're going to hear it right now. This is Sarah Faith. And you can find it on YouTube. And it's called Jump. It's called Jump. Come quick, I can't swim, no Tell me you 
it's all in my mind Take me to the top of the highest high And give me a shove Then watch me rise What's gonna happen if we get scared? What are we gonna do if we're unprepared? How we gonna fix it if the shoe don't go up? We'll figure it out, but first we gotta jump. I was thinking, boy, that could be a great theme song for entrepreneurs. But then I thought, well, for relationships, too. I mean, mm-hmm. first you got to jump. So what was your state of mind when you were writing that song? What were you going um, through? Well, I had been toying around. I mean, I have, as songwriters, I think we have just pages and pages yeah. of thoughts and thoughts and thoughts. And I had been toying around with this thing of, like, there's there's a song to be written out of this phrase that I have in my head of I've I feel like in my life on my journey I've been like to hell and back three or four times mm-hmm. and it was that and then it was also like what keeps me coming back for more like why do I keep coming back like <laughs> damn it just kill me already like no <laughs> um and it's like I'm just sometimes I sit there and I just feel like there's so many voices in my head just circling around and yeah. it's like Sometimes the only way to make the doubt go away is to just jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the only way to shut them up is to show them what's up. So oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. It I like just, it, a lot. it kind of, I don't know. It, it started as, it started with the first verse. I've, I'm sitting here and I feel like I'm dead because all these voices are just circling and I feel like they're just suffocating. Mm-hmm. But then it's like the light at the end of the tunnel is when you take your, when you have your, just, they say like, five seconds of confidence or whatever it is, then you just go for it. It's amazing how fast they shut up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there's always, it's all, it's, at the end of the you got nothing to say now, do you? Like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. it's, but it's, it's funny how fast you can go from back to forth and mm-hmm. back to forth. So, um, I what, mean, it's, it's just a never ending cycle. What, um, have you learned 
about yourself throughout this whole journey with everything you've accomplished? I've learned that I'm resilient, man. Yeah, you really are. I'm resilient. Um, I mean, not it's not been only myself that has told me mean things my life, my whole life. Like it has come from a multitude of sources, a bunch of people that you know felt whatever they felt about me and decided to tell me, and you know, relationships that have broken me and given me no reason to trust people at all. And it's just. But finding can, God and finding myself again and just getting back up. And I was going to say, and look, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. You just you got back up. up. You just yeah. get up. Well, it sounds like you have an amazing circle of people, too. Mm-hmm. Just I can tell by the people how you post some of the things that you post. Mm-hmm. You thank a lot of people for, yeah. you know, helping you through everything you've gone through yeah. and getting to where you're at. Yeah. I think there are probably, um, obviously, a lot. My husband knows everything about me, but a lot of people that are close to me, they know. A lot of it. They don't know all of it, but I mean, they just really are like, dude, do you know like what you do in this world? And I'm like, nope. I just do what I'm told. I just do what I'm told to do. Well, and you're making a difference with your photography in people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope. Like, my favorite thing is um, I did one of my friend um, Jess's wedding. And when I visit her house, she has pictures of her wedding and her engagement all over her house. And I'm like, I don't. I give people hundreds of photos back when I mm-hmm. give them their wedding back. And it's like, I forget about some of the things that I took that and some of those did. little moments yeah. of joy that we had. Yeah. But yeah. it's cool to see the ones that they cling on to mm-hmm. and the right. ones they hang on to mm-hmm. and the ones that I remember as my favorites. And I'm like, oh, you guys are so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your photographer? <laughs> What's the future look like for you with your business? Um, You know, I really think that I really... Gosh, I it makes me so sad to think about a time when it's going to go away because it's been a baby that I've nurtured so much. Mm. But I really feel music calling. Really? Yeah, I really do. Um, I was wow. thinking that. And I didn't even know it's you were like, going to say that. But I was like, uh. It's like this yeah. thing where like I thought sports was calling and it led me to photography. Mm-hmm. I thought photography was calling and, and it, it led, led me to music. music. So it's yeah. like, um, I mean, my earliest memory of music is like with my mom. She, um, She's no longer with us, but um, she... We were at a party and I was like seven and they had a karaoke machine where I was in this barn, Mm -hmm. this huge barn. And um, she, I used to sing in the backseat all the time. Mm -hmm. I grew up on like 90s country and I would sing all the stuff and just, nah, 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 nah. She puts me on the stage. I'm like, no, mom, I don't want to go. I don't Mm want to go. And she put the microphone in my hand. She was like, I want you to sing this song. It's my favorite song. And I'm in the process of learning um, a finger-picking version of it. It's um, Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis. Mm, yeah. She puts me on stage and she wants like me to sing song. this. And I was like, I don't want to sing this. My mom's making me do this. <laughs> by the time the song was like halfway through, I was like, I hope I never have to get off this stage. <laughs> wow, wow, really? And, and it's one of those things where like you do it when you're seven and then you yeah. get like wits about you. Yep. And you're like, that's never going to yes. happen. Yeah. That ain't and a thing. You, and you get turned. And you bury it and you bury it and you bury it. And you're like, oh, I've been in choir and I'm cool at this singing thing and i think it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. but like no um yeah so i don't know yeah. i don't know where i'm being led but yeah wow. and i'm with but, i'm with a great band right now i will tell yeah. you that yeah. and that is you a are. lot of fun yeah uh-huh. is it what you expected well, like no. I, I was i was gonna, <laughs> say, I was gonna like, well, no but i because <laughs> alan turner i mean it's not just any band i yeah. was gonna say so how did alan even give you time to go to mexico <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. asked really nicely well yeah. i mean they did have a show while I was gone and we had um, Jackie sub for me 
and she's great. And I'm so thankful for her when she subs for me. Um, but I know, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather play with them. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. this retreat was something I really need to do for myself. Well, sure. You so it to. was like, and it's March and like the big season is like festival season, like mm-hmm. in the summer and yeah. we're kind of getting into it. So when and could you get it there? Yeah. You're going to go else to the CMA Fest probably again yeah. this year. Right? I hope so. They go yeah. every year. It's, it's, I mean, it's TBA on the calendar right now, but I'm like, can we get something going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what's happening solo wise? Are you going to write more? Are you working on other songs? I write. Or are you going to release anything? I working just, on stuff? I'm just, I feel like. I don't know even what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like right now my heart is I'm so focused on Alan and I just want to make yeah. sure that I'm like giving enough to them because I don't want to spread myself too thin. Like, I want to make sure I'm right. putting my effort where it needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. So right now right. I feel like I need to be I'm and with everything that I do solo wise, I feel like it does make me a better bandmate and a better oh, musician sure. mm-hmm. and better. Absolutely. So I'm trying to keep that in mind. But I also want to make sure that I'm treating it delicately and not. I don't want to get on a high horse. I right. really don't. I don't right. want to start being like, oh, well, I'm in this band now, so I'm just going to go do my own I thing. Like, that's never not see me. You, I could yeah. never see you doing that. Good. Thanks. Good. <laughs> no. Just it's listening not, to your story, it's, it's like, not my no, jam. that wouldn't be you. So well, you're never, with a great band. Yeah. So, yeah. like, why really? Let Alan do all the work. <laughs> he's do, he's I mean, they do all the heavy down. lifting for me. Uh-huh. They make sure I have my own hotel room. They put it up. They're like, just get in the van. We're going to drive you everywhere. I'm like, this is awesome. Princess Sarah reporting for me. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I no. was just telling Jackie um, before you got here, we were talking about and, and about the photography. Yeah. And I was yeah. telling Jackie when I was in um, high junior high, high school, I was, you know, doing photography. I, I, I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And, you know, and I went to college for it. And it was like, yeah, maybe this is what I really <laughs> want to do. So like when you were saying how you're leading it and now I'm a hairstylist. So it's like, okay, some kind of photography, some kind of what, you know, it's right. something, you know, it's, yeah. where it's we so get our weird. creative juices. Right. Yeah. Right? Right. Like everything right. that I've done has been so creative yeah. and like right. hands on. Yeah. And I just, never thought about hair. You know, I never thought about that. That right. wasn't yeah. in the, you right. know, I need so, a trim. You want to trim this? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> She's just, great. Trim mine. I was going to yeah, ask yeah. you if you got a haircut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure got some length cut off. Oh, looks yeah. looks nice. Thank so, you. I, you know, it's just like what you were saying, how the direction, your direction, you never know where you're going. You really right. And but if you're being led that way, you need to go and not hesitate and fight it. And all, you know, you take, know and I, yeah. I have made a lot jump. of sacrifices right. in my own business for this band to happen, and it means a ton to me. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. But I was... Um, I have like a lot of back problems. So I was in a massage a couple months ago and I was just, I remember praying while I was in the massage because I was in a, a week of like really a lot of confusion. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be going. If this makes any sense, I'm taking a huge pay cut to do this. Is it going to work? You know, I'm relying a lot on my husband. Like, is that even fair for me to do? And all I heard in my head, I heard one word. I heard run. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I am putting in front of you. And I want you to run towards it. Mm. And I was like, well, can't argue with that. Yep. Running. Right. But see, that's you know? the thing wow. about you, too. You listen, you, you know, because yeah. you could say you could have been laying there praying and they give tells you to run. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to nope, do that. Not doing right. that. You know? right. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
who am I to argue? Right. Well, it really does go back to me. the lyrics in your song. It does. I mean, you just have to jump. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll figure it out later. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I have it all figured out. I always jump when I'm told yeah. to jump because I don't. Yeah. I don't. None, None of, of us. Do. None of us no. Do. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. right. I'm gonna put this lady in a random bar while you're singing karaoke so yep. that you can right. be into yep. a band. That doesn't make everything, any sense. Everything happens right. for a reason, and right. there's always people in your path when it's time. Oh, that's when it's that good. Time. So that's really good. So, um, what, what do you do to um, quiet the noise in your head, especially because you run a successful business and you're in a very successful band and you're married? You, mm-hmm. fit, you know, you've got a lot yeah. on your plate. Yeah. So, what do you do to quiet all the noise? Um, sometimes I write. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I vent. Sometimes I get a strong dose of reality from my husband because he knows me best. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some girlfriends that have been really great when I'm just like, guys, this is what I'm seeing right now. Will you, can you just turn me around? Um, sometimes I pray, um, you know, going to, going to church is great for me because they always, it's like, Okay, that's what I needed to hear. You're mm-hmm. freaking creepy again. Like yeah. <laughs> that's so true. You know, you it's sit you, you sit down and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm here. Like I, I have to be here every Sunday. This is yeah. my routine. Blah blah. Nope. Mm-hmm. You're here because there's something that For I need you. to tell you. That's right. And you're gonna sit here, and all these other people have other things they need to hear as well. But y'all might just need to hear the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Yep. Gosh, that's true. That's so true. You have another song for us. Yeah, but I can't decide which one I want to play. My, I, I should play the one that. Any, 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 any. Well, my husband has a favorite, and if he's listening, he'll be sad if I don't okay. play it. He so. better be listening. Husband, name, you better be listening. It's called Picket Fence, <laughs> and I thought of this song idea because I, when I have my wits about me, even in my worst days, I know that I'm not necessarily normal whatever normal is i know that i'm kind of an off the beaten path kind of person i know i'm kind of sometimes i don't make sense to people i have a lot of energy i'm kind of crazy i'm a little weird okay i love it me too <laughs> well thanks yeah. sometimes that makes one of us <laughs> sometimes i don't love it um but i just know that for me and myself and my life i don't need the typical i don't mm-hmm. need the shiny thing. I don't, I've never been the person, obviously I've never been the person that chases money. I don't need that. That's not what makes my heart or completes me. Um, so I wrote the song, um, and it's, it's like, it's about like, I don't want my life to be the white house picket fence. Mm -hmm. I don't want my life to look like that. I just want it to be crazy and wild and live the ride and chase the dream and, and love intensely and fearlessly and just live it. You know, you say living the dream. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like not the American dream. Like there's a lyric in your, there that says your dream. Yeah, I don't your want your dream. Yeah. I don't want like two kids and a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Hell, let's, we don't, we don't even want kids. Song, right. I was <laughs> gonna say, song. do you want kids? I like no. it. Not really. <laughs> Picket fence. All right, this is Picket Fence. Okay. I'm different Believe me No 
I ain't typical And I don't need No American dream No, that ain't what I want I don't need two kids and a paycheck Work two jobs to pay my rent Don't need no shiny car If you want me, then baby I'll tell you exactly the way to my heart Love me wild, love me crazy Love me intense Don't want no love like a wild house Picket fence Love me wild, love me crazy Love me intense Don't want no love like a wild house Picket fence You can wind me and dine me, baby yeah, Sometimes that's alright But I don't need five-star wine bar Pull up with a valet car to keep me satisfied Love me wild, love me crazy Love me intense Don't want no love like a white house Picket fence Love me wild, love me crazy needed to be posted um, on National um, Women's oh, Empowerment yeah. Day. Oh, yeah. dang. That would have been good. Yeah. Wait, was I? No, not <laughs> National Women's Day. When was Women's Empowerment Wasn't Day? Wasn't that just a couple days ago? I think it was I don't know, but in this whole time of Me Too and everything else, you need to post that video. Yeah. All right. Oh, seriously. I haven't recorded it yet, Mm -hmm. but maybe that'll be the next one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that has to be. I'll take your word for it. I love it. It's my husband's favorite. He, like, 
He's so funny. I'll be like playing in my office or whatever, and I can just hear him like dancing behind me. <laughs> I turn around, he's like jamming. That's it's such an empowering song. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That it is. is it's perfect timing for a song like that to be released. Yeah. You need to record that Thank and put it up you. on YouTube. Right. Anyway, Sarah, how can people get a hold of you if they want photography or if they want to follow Alan Turner's band with you? Um. Well, I, I have so many avenues. So <laughs> I am on Instagram, um, Sarah Faith underscore music, Facebook, Sarah Faith music um, for music stuff. Obviously, okay. Alan Turner music dot com, Alan Turner music on Facebook, Alan Turner music on Instagram as well. He does all his own stuff as well. We kind of we're like social media peeps. Yeah, good we, we just yeah. hit it. We just try to hit it hard. But um, so and I do I post like a lot of my own stuff on my own thing, too. Um, so it's kind of a hodgepodge. Um, but then are, for, are you going to get into doing um, music videos at all, like producing for people? Have you thought about Gosh, I haven't thought about that, but that would no. be fun. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, like I was doing a lot of wedding video, but mm-hmm. I've kind of taken myself out of that because I just know that my passion lies in photography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still have said that like if there was a special video project that arose, I would be more than happy. Like my oh. friend Carly, I did a little promo video for her bar studio and that was so fun because like i get to pull the emotion out you know it's yeah. not just like come here pay us your money and do yeah. a workout it's like more than that way more than that yeah. so it was fun to showcase that in video um so special projects i would entertain doing things like that um okay. and how can people get a hold of you if for photography um sarah faith images on instagram sarah faith images on facebook sarah images.com okay try to keep a real simple Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so Sarah, much. Sarah Faith for, something. Sarah Faith Sarah something. Faith. Um, thank you for being here and taking the time to share your story. We You're loved it. But we have to end our show now with our famous fortune cookies. Do we have time, Jess? Mm-hmm. Okay. Toss, toss the cookies. We toss you our cookies. You can explain how it works while we I'm doing this. Cookies, whatever fortune, wherever the prongs point at, that's your fortune. Guys, I'm just excited because I haven't eaten anything in three days. And we're... Yep, right by her. I get to eat this. It doesn't sound terrible or like it's going to make me throw up, so I'm interested. Okay, so we're going to read the fortune and let's end it with... With What? Fair Faith? (laughs) No, yeah, Picket Fence. Is that the name of the song? Picket Fence? It is the name, Picket Fence, yeah. Picket Fence. Okay. Okay, go ahead. first? Oh. You will travel far and wide for both pleasure and business. With picket fences? Yeah. <laughs> Towards a picket fence. How's that? Or with a picket fence? I'm going to say with. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, all of your hard work will soon pay off with a picket fence. Ooh. But not with like normal picket fence. Picket fence. Oh, It'd yeah. be really hard to build one, so that could, I'll agree to that. You will soon be honored by someone you respect with the picket fence. <laughs> I respect you. All right. Uh, good things will come to you in due course of time with a picket fence. With a picket fence. All right. So we had that was uh, Sarah Faith Schumacher that you heard Sarah today. Faith. And Munching. we'll have the link up. Um, we do have her um, website up on our Facebook page on the Nooner Show. Thanks for listening today. Thanks, guys. And Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and happy hump day. Happy hump day. And I'm going to miss you <gasps> next three weeks. I'll, I'll be back soon, Jackie. Yeah, I yeah, bet. With a tan. Yeah, yeah, with a tan. She there already has a tan. I know. <laughs> Show off. Show off. She was going to with a tan. I'm going to get a spray tan before you come back. born with a tan. Okay. So, and then we'll have Rocky back next week, though. Yep. So, um, hey, Rock. All right. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Thank My you. pleasure. Thank all you for right. having me. Happy hump day.